So I don't know why. However, when I offer to go topless, you don't want. I don't know why. Breakfast show, the podcast. While most people haven't even properly woken up yet, Kevin J has hurt feelings. Yes, I have hurt feelings. What happened was, uh, Wanita, in the morning as we were walking in, we came at the same time. As we were walking in, yeah. without saying hello, without saying how are you, nothing. <laughs> Looks at me and goes. Did you eat durian? <laughs> it is the highest compliment because I love durian. So I'm trying to say, in other mm, words, mm. that you smell amazing. Because I smell like durian. <laughs> yeah. No, the thing is, <laughs> the problem was I was so angry because <laughs> I did. <laughs> you did eat durian, I right? I did eat durian, but the night before, I thought I took a shower. At least it would have gone away. <laughs> Don't you have sore throat or something like that right yeah, now? Yeah, yeah, I do. I mean, yeah. See this fella. Got sore throat and still eat durian. There's nothing wrong with eating durian with sore throat, okay? <laughs> what what is what is he supposed to do? Yeah, but okay. So Kevin likes to complain about how he uh, he has what what is this inflamed tonsils? I have inflamed right. tonsils every month. He says yes, yes. No, okay. So yeah, I I have that because I use my voice for work, uh, comedy, and also radio. Yeah. So the thing is, you if you use your voice too much, you get you know inflamed uh, throats. Yeah. The last thing you should be doing is eating durian. But why though? Like why? Like how does the durian affect the sore throat? It's heaty. Okay, first of all, there's no such thing as heaty. <laughs> okay, if you're heaty, uh, you turn on the aircon. You okay? Right? <laughs> okay, how many BG do you eat usually? The BG. Yeah, how you many mean, seeds? How many seeds? Yeah. I don't count like that. I count the whole durian, lah. What? So yeah, I eat like the whole more, durian. More than ten, maybe. Probably, yeah. It depends on the durian. But li- listen, I'm not some kind of cheapskate who goes to the shop and goes like, can I have half a durian? No. Okay? <laughs> you want you buy a durian properly, you take the whole durian, you weigh it, then you pay for the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, there's something called a freezer. You don't th- eat for later. No, 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 no. And, you and cannot. A, not nice. If you freeze the durian, not nice already. Okay? <laughs> you you know fresh durian better. <laughs> but heaty is a thing, okay? That's why you have to drink water. Stop it, okay? You, yeah, drink water. Drink cold water, lah. Then you no more heaty, right? <laughs> no. You get a fever then if you eat too much. Like when I was seven, mm-hmm. I ate too much durian and I got a fever. Hey, you know what? Uh, when I was seven, I watched The Incredible Hulk and I got a fever. Okay, when Lou Ferrigno came out, I'm like, oh, scared. I got fever. It's got nothing to do with the durian. Why FM? So Calvin walked in today smelling of durian. Yes, and we are talking about this whole old wives' tales about how durian is heaty and you cannot eat durian when you go. Uh, sick or whatever When you got sore throat Especially yeah. yeah But yeah Why why do they call it Old wives tales And not old husbands tales I don't know Because you know Wives are the ones at home And coming up with the tales I think it's because You know when your mom Lies to you Stuff <laughs> like you know Hey you cannot do that If not something will happen Because yeah. they don't want you To do it that's all <laughs> Yeah because the mothers Are the ones taking care Of the kids Anyway <laughs> The one that I heard A lot of growing up Is mm-hmm. that you cannot sing While eating Because I used to sing a lot while I was eating as a child. Because oh. if you do, apparently you marry an old man. I think this is true, you know, because uh, Beyonce likes to sing. Yeah. I assume that she likes to sing while eating, uh-huh. and her husband is twelve years older than her. Oh really? Ah, Jay Z is twelve years older. Did you know that? I did not know ah, that. Ah, see, but so yeah, Beyonce, like she, every time she eat her, you know, pulut or whatever. Yeah. I don't know what she eats. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, pulut. Yeah, she's like, of course. Oh, uh, all the single lady, and then now you see, like that lah, like that. See, that's what happens. <laughs> then what's my problem? Uh, I sang uh-huh. 
while I ate while I How was old a child. Boyfriend? I'm still not married. Okay, fair <laughs> enough, fair enough. I mean, maybe that's why the older men no check come yet. <laughs> no. What are some old wives tell that you've heard? Okay, so this one is for my auntie, right? Yeah. Who is <laughs> funny lah. Okay, because she said that if you wear high heels, uh-huh. you get bad eyesight. Okay, I guess that kind of makes sense. How? <laughs> Apparently, it affects your like neuromuscular control. And then, and then it affects your ability to balance or something like that. Every doctor driving a car right now, this is just swerved, you know, in the, <laughs> on the highway. You understand? Like what is Honita? Like what is what neuromuscular <laughs> nonsense? Okay, first of all, okay, let's let's test it. Okay, uh, do you wear high heels? Yeah, not really anymore. Not, not, not now, lah. I mean, yeah, I used to. Yeah, okay. So, do you wear glasses? Yes. Ah, uh, see, I've never worn high heels. I got no glasses. <laughs> So I think yeah I think this is proven I think this is 100% correct you see this is the kind of scientific uh, arguments that we need yeah, to make yeah. then only doctors don't swerve their cars okay. you understand yeah like, you very smart like of it of okay. course I fly fm so Kilau did 47 million ringgit in 11 days and it's set to be Malaysia's highest grossing movie dalam kalangan manusia ada insan yang seakan-akan terpilih untuk menikul tanggungjawab membaiki umat Wow. I know right It's nice to see Malaysians going out to see Something other than Political drama <laughs> It's called Mat Kilau Kebangkitan Palawan Have you seen it yet? Uh, no I have not I really want to see it though Neither have I Maybe we can do like a Like a group movie Screening ke apa We can go together But anyway mm. It's set to be uh, Malaysia's highest grossing movie Right as I said It's apparently Only 1 million ringgit away From mm. uh, from taking that title Wow Because it's screened in Malaysia, Brunei and Singapore And it's apparently really good That's what I heard That's what I heard as well I, I've heard some reviews And most of them are saying That it's really really good There's some reviews that are bad But that one I don't listen to lah. Sometimes you know When you do something good Still got people go hate one <laughs> Yeah that's true uh, Munafik 2 Is now the highest grossing movie Okay but soon Soon to be maybe Mat Kilau Because there's, there's still a few weeks left For the box office right Yeah uh, But however Mat Kilau's story is actually very interesting Because I do a podcast called The Macha Man Podcast Yes I don't know if you, It's a Malaysian history podcast Where I talk about Malaysian history uh-huh. I love history right So I did a bit of research on Mat Kilau You did For my next episode Is supposed oh, to be Mat nice. Kilau And there's some interesting Insights that I learned about Mat Kilau Okay okay right? tell so, me According to history books yeah. Right uh, The British uh, published that he Passed away yeah. in 1895. Okay, right well, after the this thing and everything, so he he disappeared and they they assume he's dead lah. Okay, they assume he passed lah. Right. So what happened was uh, in 1960, uh huh, a man suddenly appeared and uh-huh. said that he is Mat Kilau. Okay. Right. He just appeared. He said he's Mat Kilau, and everybody didn't believe him. Nobody believed him. This is like how many years after he was presumed. <laughs> Well, Wait. 1895 to 1960, that's 65 years. Yo. Yeah, I know. At that time, he was reported to be between 122 years old to 102 years old. Huh? Uh, because the b- date of birth, not quite sure. Okay. Uh, so, at that time, this old frail man yeah. was just saying he's Mat Kilau and nobody believed him. So, the chief minister of uh, Pahang, uh, all the dignitaries in Pahang, all went, did a whole council to, you know... Well, like in, investigate this this claim. Okay. And at the end of it, in 1970, yeah, they came out the fact that yeah, this guy is Mat Kilau. What? Yeah. So he lived until 120 something years old. Hun- it's I between 122 to 102. 
Okay, so 102 to 122 lah. I go backwards, okay? <laughs> and this is like real? This, this is, is real. This is, you can, uh, it's it's collaborated by the government of Pahang, even in the Museum of Mak Kilau. It's all <gasps> there. Yeah. No way. That's amazing. I know, right? Yeah. All I heard was that he got married four times. Well, listen, if I have lived until 122, I also will be married more times than that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Fly FM. So we were talking about how Mat Kilau is about to become Malaysia's highest grossing movie ever. And I'm so proud of yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a really good movie I heard I haven't watched it yet Neither have I But I also heard good good things <laughs> But because of that We thought we'd do a little bit Of a movie review Of Kavin's favourite movie Kavin reviews things Just call it Kavin's complaints lah Hey, quiet Kavin reviews things That's right It's Kavin reviews things And today I'm going to review A Malaysian movie your and favorite Malaysian movie. Okay, listen. Okay, it's 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 not my favorite. In fact, it's my <laughs> least favorite Malaysian movie. Okay. okay, it came out recently. Uh, I think about a year ago. It's called Zombie Topia. Now, when I first saw this movie, I thought, oh, it's going to be a great movie because the cast included Sharifa Amani, Bron Polare, nice. uh, Abirul Afendi, all my favorite actors, right? right? And I thought to myself, like, oh, this is going to be great. This is going to be great. And then when it came out on uh, Disney Plus, yeah, I turned on the TV. I turned. I played the movie, uh-huh. and then I was never disappointed like this ever. In my life Wait 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 I just googled it I found the trailer Can I play it? Sure That was like Epic screaming And uh, an epic music No okay It <laughs> was an epic film It was high budget It was you know Made really well uh, Supposedly The right. trailer Is a million times Better than the movie itself Okay <laughs> If you want to watch the movie Just watch the trailer Okay The kicker of this whole thing Now spoiler alert What happens is In the movie Okay yeah. It's a zombie apocalypse Blah 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 The the dialogue is very robotic You know All robotic. that Robotic And it's also so Like This it's, it's, it's cut up Yeah it's cut up Like you know Like weird Like the whole flow is weird But <laughs> however The kicker of it all Is that at the end Right The twist ending Is yeah. that A dinosaur shows up <laughs> In is, a zombie movie In a zombie movie Is there an explanation For this dinosaur No Okay Is there is there a reason For this dinosaur to show up Not really Did they even explain Okay how this dinosaur Came to be No Not really You know what Just hey, put a dinosaur inside It almost felt like You know Like when you want to Buy something yeah. And they give you Free gift <laughs> you know, just because you do, you you're not interested in the thing. You want to buy a shirt, but they say, "Hey, nah, I throw you free underwear." Nah, let it lah. It's just like ah, nah, dinosaur. Okay. So, so this is supposed to be like a uh, train to Busan kind of thing, but Malaysian style of train to Busan. It's more like train wreck to Busan, lah. <laughs> you know, it's it's that bad. Kevin reviews things. Just call it Kevin's complaints, lah. Hey, quiet. Kevin reviews things. Why? This is pretty interesting. Apparently, if you eat fast, it may mean that you're selfish. <laughs> this is according to a Japanese tarot reader. I completely agree with this because you see why? If you eat fast, there's less time for others to come and steal your food. Yeah, I agree uh, so with that. Selfish, uh. <laughs> yeah, so her name is Mochizuki Anshia. She uh, categorized different types of eating habits, right? And apparently, each has its own characteristic that affects your personality. So, for instance, I eat fast, right? Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, people who eat fast, it means that everything is on the go for them. But it could also be seen as impatient and selfish, especially if they're on their phone after finishing a meal, which I am usually. Okay, okay. <laughs> no, okay. I get this, like uh, how you eat makes your personality, blah, 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 and all this. Yeah. But... 
I need more evidence. All right. Okay. So uh, our producer Rachel yes, is here. Yeah. Okay. Can you get on the mic now? Uh, how do you eat? Uh, I actually like eating my favorite part of the dish first. <laughs> okay. So if you okay. like eating your favorite. First, it means that you're very timely, you're well organized, and I won't have to worry when I give you a task. So it's true, lah. <laughs> no, no. Okay, okay. Most days. <laughs> okay, now the final test, right? The final test is for me. Yeah. Let's see whether this, you know, makes my personality or not. Yeah. Okay. So I like to eat the things I don't like first, and then uh, I save the prawns for last because the prawns I like. Prawns, ah. Uh? Prawns. <laughs> very specific. Okay, so people who eat what they love last are very goal oriented and mm-hmm. won't stop until they reach them. So to them, eating could be seen as a task, and the food they enjoy most would be the reward. Ah, ah, actually not bad, ah. This is not bad. I, I, I like this. I think, I think this could work. Like, yeah. you know, this is absolutely correct for the three of us. Because it's all positive, ah, right? Because you're impatient. <laughs> okay, that one is. Uh, uh, Rachel is, you know, give her task, you do well. Uh, yeah. I and I'm goal oriented. Yes, correct. correct. But I eat my favorite food last as well. Like for me, it's always the chicken skin. I always say for last. Oh no, you just reminded me of chicken skin. What? <laughs> I love chicken skin. Like you know, okay, so uh, Crack House Comedy Club in front there used to be a stall that sells chicken skin. Yeah. Right? So I used to go there buy the chicken skin one bag. Right, and yeah. then I go to the mama shop, and then I order my nasi goreng ayam. Right, so <laughs> and then with telur mata as well. So I put the chicken skin on the, wow. the nasi goreng. So now I have the evolutionary <laughs> of the chicken. You understand? I got chicken yeah, yeah. skin, chicken meat, and chicken egg. Which came first, the chicken, uh, the skin, or the egg? Right. <laughs> but anyway, do you believe in tarot stuff? Uh, well, it's fun to go through. Okay. I, I don't necessarily believe in them. But on that note, uh, I think there's like an online generator thing where mm-hmm. you can uh, pick a tarot card and see what it says. You know what? I'm intrigued. I want to see what it <laughs> says about me. I really do. Fly FM. So we read about this Japanese tarot reader who mm-hmm. said that your characteristics are based on how you eat. So far, it's been... You know, not bad, right? <laughs> I'm still a skeptic, however, because I, I, I don't know. The last time I, I did a tarot reading was about ten years ago, and then uh, the first card I picked, you have to pick a card, right? Yeah. Uh, like a like a magic trick like that. You pick a card, and then the first card was the fool, right? right. And the, immediately I saw that I'm like, why you calling me a fool now? <laughs> like, but apparently it means something good because you are blindly. Following your dreams Right kind of like, the, like a fool like, okay. You know You just whack, whack only <laughs> Yeah so it got us Like pretty intrigued With this whole Tarot reading thing ah. uh, And we, we're gonna do this For fun lah Okay we don't necessarily Believe in this But online You uh-huh. There's like This automatic Generator thing On astro- astrology.com Oh so you're gonna be Auntie Nita lah <laughs> uh, The, no, myst- the mystic cards I'm not gonna do anything I'm just gonna watch you do it So you're gonna pick a card Okay. Right, and you can choose which one do you want. You want daily tarot, mm-hmm. daily love tarot, daily career. Okay. Yes, no tarot also got. Okay. I don't know what that means. I don't know. We, I mean, love no point lah now. Huh? I'm married already. Yin Yang tarot. Yin Yang tarot. Yin Yang tarot. Okay, like you do the daily one. Okay. No, okay, daily one. Okay, la, daily so one. I'm loading it. Okay, before you start, you have to clear your head. M- why? Yeah, because the cards will pick up on your energy apparently. <laughs> what? What this card? RFID card? What? What pick up on things all? <laughs> so no, they say it's important to keep a decluttered mind. Okay, decluttered. Okay, wait. This is going to be very difficult, let but me, let's do it. Let me play this calming music for you, so you can pick your card. Okay. Pick any card. Any card. Feel huh? the cards. Oh, I, I, okay, I feel this one. Okay. Got it. Got it. All right. <clears throat> you picked 
the lovers. Oh, oh, hello. Hi. The world may seem to be working overtime to baffle or confuse you, but you don't have to take the bait. If you're offered something that seems too perfectly tailored to your tastes or desires, mm-hmm. it's okay to be graciously skeptical. Graciously skeptical today. Uh-huh. You can appear cautious rather than distrustful. Okay. Keep things simple today and minimize getting upset by torn or unsettled feelings. So basically what you said <laughs> is that if someone offers me something that I want, yeah. I'm just supposed to go like, "Eh, maybe no lah." <laughs> right? If someone comes up to me and says, "Hey, do you want 500 ringgit?" I'm like, "I don't know lah. How? <laughs> How is this even accurate?" <laughs> You have told me nothing. Yeah, if you know Kevin, you know he's anything but gracious. <laughs> <laughs> if someone offers me 500 ringgit, I'll take it in a heartbeat. I definitely got no time to explain to me the rules and regulations or anything like that, okay? <laughs> There we go. Thank you for that, Kevin. Fly FM. So this Malaysian dad, right? He confused margarine with dishwash soap and he washed the plate with it. Oh no. Yeah, he posted it on TikTok as well. Okay, Papa buka sebenarnya. Pak ni planta. Ni bukan je His son posted it lah. It's not his fault lah. It's 100% not his fault because I also cannot tell the difference between this soap and margarine. It looks the same, okay? Is this a man thing or what? Uh, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> In the video, right, you can see the margarine top like next to the sink and it's filled with water. Apparently, they were supposed to use it to make nasi biryani. And now, <laughs> now they can't anymore. People are Line said like the plate must have been glowing. Another one said the dad was probably wondering why the plate kept getting oilier. Ah, <laughs> uh, one more said my dad should kena from my mom if he did this to a margarine man. <laughs> I, I like the way he wanted to make nasi biryani. Now he has to make nasi brani lah kau makan. <laughs> I, no, here's the thing though. Like you still can use the planta because oil and water don't mix. What? What do you mean? You you cannot but soap has oil in it, no? Yeah, but it don't make so you scrape off the top, lah. Just just scrape off the top, use the rest, lah. But it's dangerous if you like put the it's yuck, lah. Ah uh, no, lah. Soap is clean. It's fine. It's, it's, it's fine. <laughs> but this is I mean this has happened in my house also, right? Like I remember my <laughs> wife, yeah, uh, made tea for the family. Like my my parents came over. Okay. Uh, she made tea for the family, and yeah. then she, sometimes she forgets which one sugar, which one salt. <laughs> So she puts all lah inside the tea. In the tea, no uh, in way. The tea. And then she didn't realize, she didn't <laughs> taste. So she pour it for everybody, and then everybody drink like, mmm. <laughs> what is mmm? <laughs> Did she do it on purpose no, or what? I don't know. <laughs> no, and my like my parents were like, you know, they didn't want to say anything, so they were like, really? They, I, I saw them like whispering to each other like, what, what, what is this, huh? <laughs> and then the whole time, like to be fair, it could have been on purpose. It could have been on purpose because, yeah. uh, to be fair, you know, I also don't like her in-laws. <laughs> Why do you not like your parents so much? <laughs> okay, moving on very swiftly. Okay, these kitchen mishaps are not always a bad thing because some of the best foods you know is actually kitchen mishaps. Did you know that? I did not know that, but ah. you you do. I do, so and I'm going to tell you about all these kitchen mishaps that became household products. Nice. Fly FM. So we saw this news about this dad in the kitchen. He mm-hmm. thought planta was soap, so he got us talking about kitchen mishaps in general. Apparently, there are. Are a lot, ah, uh, Kevin. There are a lot of kitchen mishaps that actually become household products. Right, like a lot of things that you know and eat and love right now. Yeah, is basically a product of kitchen mishaps. Like for instance, potato chips. Do you know that was a kitchen mishap? It was like an accident. Well, okay, maybe not an accident, but basically this guy uh-huh. came to the shop and he asked for fries, right? Normal fries. Yeah, and then. 
uh, when he got the fries, he eat one and then he send it back to the chef. He's like not crispy enough. Oh. Uh, so the chef was like, okay, fine, I'll cut smaller. He cut smaller, made the fries, and then he and then he got the fries and then he eat one and then he send it back. No, not crispy enough. So the chef got angry. Oh. Okay, the chef like, okay, you want her? You want? So he cut the. Thinnest possible slice from the potato, the thinnest slice from the potato. Yeah. Fried it and then gave it to him. Nah, nah. See lah, crispy or not? And then he ate one. He's like, ah, this quite nice. Oh, so, so he that's like, how you got potato chips. He literally burnt it to a crisp. Yeah, well, not burnt lah. He fried it to fried a crisp. Fried it to a crisp. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's and, interesting. And then another one is chicken tikka masala. Right, okay. where uh, remember in India, where the British was there. I don't uh, remember. You don't. Uh, okay. But I know. No, this, remember lah, like yesterday. This you know. was a fact. <laughs> 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 it was only what five hundred years ago. But <laughs> so the British was there, and they yeah. wanted to eat. Right, one of these British officers wanted to eat like Indian food. Yeah. So he went to a restaurant. He asked for chicken tikka. Now, if you don't okay. know what chicken tikka is, like chicken tandoori, yes, uh, it's just cut up small, small and boneless. Okay. Okay. So the the British officer ate the chicken. He's like. I don't like this, and then he sent it back. A How lot rude. of a lot of food is sent back. Ah, uh, this in these stories. <laughs> uh, so he sent it back. He said no. Uh, it is not. There is not enough gravy. Oh, it's too dry. Okay. And the chef was like, huh? Too dry. This is how chicken tikka. You ordered chicken tikka, and then yeah. you say too dry. What is this nonsense? So basically, the chef decided. You know what? Uh, I I know what to do. He opened a can of tomato soup. Uh-huh. Right, he poured it all over the thing, yeah. made it hot, and then gave it back and said, "Nah, gravy." <laughs> <laughs> and that's how chicken tikka masala. It's basically chicken tikka in um tomato gravy. Oh, he's ah. like these Matali people like tomato. I'm going to put tomato gravy. <laughs> and then now they say, "Oh, we invented the chicken tikka." So, please, ah, it's in India. <laughs> I feel like there is one theme throughout these stories mm. of all these chefs. Yeah, they're either they create the best work when they're angry or stressed. Yeah, I think I think we need to make our <laughs> chef angry. That's how we get the best food. <laughs> we have a chef. You don't. <laughs> Fly FM. We have Joe Flizzle with us. What's good? What's good? How's it going? What's going on? Things are good, you know. Um, things are back to normal. I'm back on stage where I belong. Yeah. My natural habitat. You know, it wasn't it, it wasn't easy to uh, two years of performing um, at home. I'm not the type that I want to rap into a Zoom call. No, I I feel you as well because <laughs> doing comedy <laughs> on. Zoom is just so is just so hard, right? You yeah. know, I, I think I met you the first time you went out to do a corporate gig. Yeah, yeah, I remember you because <laughs> I, I saw you. Remember you, 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 you were mad because uh, yeah, they they cut your set into two. <laughs> they cut my set into two, and I was like, no, I don't want to do that. And he was like, just smiling, like, hey, hey. just imagine if your song they ask you to say, oh, you sing the first half first, yeah, yeah, yeah. right, and then you sing the second half yeah, later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're making new music now. Yeah, I've been making music. Um, actually, the album was supposed to come out right before mid. Mm-hmm. So what happened was with the whole lockdown, we decided to go back into the studio and like write new material and just start putting putting out music. So you've just released Satu Malam di Temase. That's right. We got a little snippet of it. With Sona One. Yes, sir. What what is the song about? Like, is it is it one night in Singapore? You know what? Yeah, it's one night in Singapore. I mean, in its direct translation, that's what it is. But actually, it's it's just a song celebrating life. I, I think it's a deeper meaning to to the lyrics. And if you watch the video, mm-hmm. it's, it's kind of dark. You know, I'm rapping in six feet under. Okay. Uh, I mean, you know. Yeah, they're digging a grave. Yeah, I rap. I, I really came alive when I was in the grave. So that's the irony about the whole thing. I mean, you know, there's a lot of metaphors, a lot of wordplay with this joint. And it's not it's not your straightforward kind of joint. But end of the day, right? I mean, lyrics. Apart from that, 
I think this song is just a banger if you listen to it. It goes hard. So shout outs to uh, Sona One who produced it. Shout outs to my mixing engineer, Justin Wang. And I sent, I sent this to get mastered like, by Chris Athens who, who works with people like Drake and stuff like that. So, you know, nice. the quality is definitely there. I don't know if I can say this, but one thing that caught my eye was when you went into the pool topless. I was like, hey, he took his t-shirt yeah, she, off. She, she, she loves <laughs> topless shots. I don't know why. However, when I offer to go topless, she don't want I don't know why. But you look Ripped. <laughs> From well, that very you know, quick snippet. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a quick one, you know. <laughs> I was like, when when the director was like, yo, you're going to go into this jacuzzi like with your shirt <laughs> off. I'm like, yo, fam, are you for real? <laughs> but, you know, the shot made sense in the end. I think there's an unedited version. You know, so <laughs> we, we'll send that over. Yeah. Hey, can, can I get the uncut version? Because I saw one laugh. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I need to keep in the house, okay? <laughs> I think it's about time we get a little bit personal as well yeah we know things that even Joe doesn't know <laughs> no we know things oh, we're going to talk about something that a lot of people don't know la, okay about Joe Fizzo that next Fly FM we've got Joe Fizzo in the studio with us Woo-hoo! his new track is out Satu Malam Di Temase now one thing not a lot of people know about you Joe is mm-hmm. that you garden you're a gardener yeah I'm a tukang kebun <laughs> you have green fingers in more ways I than one. Thumb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, nah, you know, because I moved into to a new crib, and mm-hmm. there was a little plot of like that was perfect for um, you know an edible garden. So mm. that's where we we went to work. I went to work, but I got I got all the uh, essentials. Mm. You know, I got yeah. the down curry, sarai, down wow. pandan. Nice. You know, I got kubete. I got a bunch of like herbs like oregano, Brazilian spinach. I got macam macam. Is your papaya? Already fruiting or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. papaya fruiting. Wow, I got papaya. this. I got this squirrel problem though. Wow, I, mean, <laughs> I got I got beef with a squirrel. You know what I mean? And, yeah, yeah, I can uh, imagine. Yeah, 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 this one squirrel. This this dude will climb into my kitchen, go onto the, the counter uh-huh. where the where the fruits are at, open a banana, peel <laughs> a banana, <laughs> and look at me when I come into the kitchen. He look at me like, ooh, is he eating the banana? And then he jet, he jets. Wow, this 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 squirrel is so gangster. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah, the the squirrel enjoys the fruits of my labor. <laughs> yeah. But we're gonna see how well you know your stuff, okay? We're gonna give you a few scientific plant names. Oh man, I will fail. <laughs> See how well you do this. So she has some scientific names apparently. Okay, yeah, Malay or English, you know, it's a Latin. Okay. Latin. <laughs> Don't worry, I help you, okay? okay because okay. I also don't know anything. Okay. okay let's try. Pepperomia. Pepperomia. Yeah. It's a type of pizza. No. no. Romia. No. Give me a clue, no? It, it's green. It's, it's a baby something. It starts with baby. Kailan. <laughs> <laughs> no. It's baby rubber plant. Okay. I okay, don't know okay. what is a rubber plant. Can you eat it? No. no. It's just really it's nice It's just too. a prayasana. <laughs> okay, another one. Brassica rapa. This is something that you eat. Okay. Uh, it has a Chinese name. Okay. Most oh, okay. Know. Uh, Kailan? Uh, no. No, no, no. Kangkong. No. Why is Kangkong a Chinese name? Kangkong in Chinese is Kangkong. Kangkong. <laughs> That's what. Yeah, I, no, if you, to, if you go to the Chinese shop, Kangkong in Chinese. Kangkong. If you go to the Chinese shop, if you want to order Kangkong, there's a melody. Yeah, yeah. There's a melody. Kangkong blacan. Tamil Kangkong. Kangkong lah. Kangkong. Don't shake the head lah. You, hey, you did both. You shake your head and you put your hand out. You did that. It's bok choy. Okay. 
This is science. Okay, enough about vegetables. We're going to do a pantone off since uh, Kevin J here cannot rap, okay? That next. Fly FM. We've got Joe Fizzle with us. Talking about his song Satu Malam di Temasik But right now I think it's time for A pantun off That's something yes. that Kevin wants to do with you. Right, Let's go Because since he can't rap But he can pantun hey, I can pantun hey, uh, yes. You know pantun is rap Okay yes. let's go Kevin J's pantun off Okay so how this works is It's okay. an improv game Where we get a situation okay. And then we have to have This conversation yep. In pantun Now we'll do it Do a kerala So it's faster Okay, okay. Alright so First of all we need A situation Can, can you give us Pantun do a Both must rhyme Okay Yes uh, The house is on fire Okay The house is on fire You do that Okay The house is on fire Shall I start Yeah sure Okay Kalau pergi Naik kereta api Alamak tolong My house is on api Oh uh, Okay Okay not bad Okay uh. Kalau terbakar rumah awak uh. Banjir saya bawa Wow oh. <laughs> Obviously Joe wins that round Okay, okay Round two Round two Next situation uh, At the market At the market Okay, okay. this time you start Kadang-kadang Saya berbual kasar Mungkin kerana Bahasa saya pasar Oh <laughs> Wow okay <laughs> Kalau naik lori Kena berkali-kali If you want to talk Talk properly What? It rhymes Bahasa pasar You don't talk properly <laughs> Joe clap for you So that's okay, something Okay I'm fair, I'm fair. That's Wait, something uh, You should have gone like, Pergi pasar Beli broccoli Beli broccoli Next time talk properly Next time talk properly Okay who won Who won uh, Joe lah Obviously <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you so much, Joe. No, 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 no. Thanks yeah, so much. Yeah, yeah. All the best in the new song coming out, and yeah, uh, you know how how does it feel like just coming it, up with the new song? I mean, it's great. The song "Sat Malani Tumase," like I said, you know, it's a brand new single, full of effort, you know, into the music video. We were, we're in Singapore to launch it. It's been it's been a while since I performed in Singapore, so it was a good turnout. About thousand five hundred people came through. And you know we came back. It was like 40 hours of madness, you know. Landed in Singapore, did my press runs, did the show at night, flew back to KL, press runs, press conference, and show at night. And the KL show was amazing, you know, at the wow. B. You know, the energy was really good, so I'm really happy. And you know, thank you for having me here, man. No, thank you for so much the for joining us, man. You know it, what I mean? This has been so yeah, much this, fun. This uh, Pantonov, you know, we can develop this. Idea. Can can develop, huh? Maybe, uh, <laughs> okay. maybe next time we do yeah. Nam Karat. Huh? Nam Karat. <laughs> <laughs> But thank you. Breakfast show, the podcast. Hang out with them weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on Fly FM.